Greetings, friends. Future Andrew here, dropping into these past episodes to tell you thanks. Thanks for checking out RTAF. If you're valuing the show as a wellspring of inspiration and artistic fuel and would like to help keep the show going, you can find out more about how to do that at patreon.com slash podcast. Every little bit adds up and keeps me inspired to bring you quality content on a consistent basis. Thanks for listening, and stay creative. Hello and welcome to another episode of RTF Podcast. I am your host, Andrew Norris. This week's episode features Patrick Boyle, aka Digital Vagabond, and Joshi, aka 59. Patrick, uh, you may remember, was I think episode like 12 or 13, something like that. Anyway, he is a DJ producer a production wizard media manager and a jewelry maker and in the background is a song that he and Craftel collaborated on it's called Shadow Moses it's one of my favorite songs that I've heard him put out so I figured that I'd throw it in the intro here let y'all know and Joshi is a set designer and fabricator extraordinaire. He moved out to Denver right around when the old pandy quarantine started. And this is our first time meeting. So Josh, big shouts, nice meeting you. And on this episode, we talk about how new media influences people's thoughts and actions and just the effects of media in general. Uh, Touch on some conspiracy theories the nuance between free will and determinism and a new production project that Pat and Joshi are a huge part of called Tower Media. Trivial information is accumulating every second, preserved in all its triteness, never fading, always accessible. That was a nice little uh, synchronicity there. Um, so yeah, Tower Media is their new production project and they combine live music streams, storytelling, and even a video game. Their next live stream is coming up on March 20th, 2021. And if their last live stream on New Year's Eve is any indicator, this one will be of high quality. You got to check it out there really bringing some production value to these live streams. So, yeah. How about we just get right into it. Digital Vagabond, Digital Vagabond. and Joshy Fiber.
Are we live? Are we live on Twitch? Yeah, we're live. Are we live on Facebook? We're live on every platform. Nice. We're syndicated. I'm just going to pull these off, dude. Cool. So like, there we go. There we go. Like real life shit. Real life. Here we go. Perfect. Yeah. So, Patrick Boyle, been a while, man. Been a while. It's, uh, this last year has felt like it's going forward and backwards at the same time. Yeah. It's been a weird one. Things and Joshy. Like really fast. Yeah. And our, and our main squeeze, Joshy. Yeah. You guys need any juice? We shouldn't share. We shouldn't share live. No, no, we can't share live. <laughs> not on camera. Not on camera. Yeah, put put your mask back. Man. Yeah, my bad. There's uh, a mask around the room. Yeah, so we're room. we're in your uh, new studio, new, new house. Studio. Yep, this is it. This is uh one uh, high atop the spire, deep in the realm. Mm. And uh, I'm loving it. It's uh it's what I needed. Having a door that I can close. And good sound treatment, and sounding good. Yeah, you're good. Yeah, cool quality. Yeah. Yep. Testing. We really want the ASMR crowd. Um, mm-hmm. Like, what is it like? Ninety five percent ASMR crowd for your podcast? Or yeah, like- I get a little uh, breakdown from Anchor and Spotify. <laughs> They're like, They're you cookies. know, it's like people who like ASMR, ASMR and people who love it. Yeah, and it's mostly ninety five percent love. ASMR. Yeah, it's yeah. like I mean, you got that kind of voice. I do. So I could. I mean. I play it backwards just to fall asleep every night. Oh, thanks, man. I have an app that makes it so I can play podcasts <laughs> in reverse. Yeah. So. I bet that's not creepy at all. It's not? Yeah. It's, it's tiring. That's what puts me to sleep. So how's your, uh, how's your COVID experience been? <sighs> I'm pretty sure I got it uh, like four or five months ago. I know everybody's like, I got it last January, dude. <laughs> it's no big deal, dude. Yeah. <laughs> It's like, cool, yeah, you, people are still getting sick over and over again. For yeah. I know people that have had it like three or four times. Really? Tested for it, positive, didn't have many symptoms, but had it for sure. Yeah. But then again, like I was saying, I thought, I like lost my sense of smell, got sick as a dog, you know, panic attacks for three days, emotional roller coaster, you know, mm-hmm. went and got tested. They're like, no, you don't have it. <laughs> so I was just like, uh, and I didn't do the Pepsi Center fucking Pepsi, <laughs> Pepsi pop quiz. Uh, so what, what, tell me I, about what, that. The, the Pepsi pop quiz. Oh, I don't know. That's what I was calling it. Cause I just heard like, they like, you pull up and they like give you a swab and you like touch it to the inside of your nose, how deep you want to do it. Oh, really? Like, yeah. And it's a trivial thing to be like worried about. But like when we're talking about doing science tests, scientific tests on people, like it should be done by someone who's been quarantined and is completely sanitary and their hand is completely sanitary. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, yeah. Like yeah, that yeah. person should be the one putting something up your nose and then into a sanitary container and a professional who can who knows how far to jam that fucker up there mm-hmm. yeah <laughs> you got it's got to be annoying for it to test properly because it's testing that the real tests are the rna tests right so mm. they're doing like dna tests on these things and uh i mean i'm i don't know fucking anything about any of that but <laughs> right maybe. what i i mean you, yeah I, I probably should but at the end of the day it's like how's is that going to help me somehow probably not yeah you know it's gonna help me cope with like how psychotic everybody is. No, 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 not no. really. But at the end of the day, you should uh, def- if you can get the get the test that like they put it all the way in the back, up your nose in the back. It hurt, yeah, make sure it hurts. It doesn't hurt. No, it stings it, a little bit. It doesn't. It, I mean, I have tattoos and piercings; those sting. Yeah, it's okay. just like mildly. I don't want people to not do it because they heard 
us say that like it's annoying like no go get a fucking covid swab like yeah like if you're feeling like shit and you still have to do stuff like go get a covid swab so you can at least be like no i got tested two days ago i'm it's a fucking head cold like people are still we're still gonna get head colds people are still gonna have allergies i have the fucking worst allergies ever all the time yeah and i have to like i'm luckily i'm wearing my gator everywhere i go so i'm just like not really too worried about like having a sneeze inside my arm or whatever but mm. like people definitely look at you like they're like, oh, yeah. Have oh. you gotten the? You've gotten the Patience frightened. Yeah, yeah the super frightened spreader. Looks. He's a super spreader. Yeah. You know what I mean? I've been shot three times by cops <laughs> in the last six days <laughs> over sneezing in public. Nice. They don't. They don't like it. Yeah, I just you know I want to start the podcast by just about whatevs. So. <laughs> I mean, I, the COVID experience, having it sucked. Getting over it was good. Knowing that like. I'd be okay, it's fine, but it's like, I wouldn't wish how I felt on someone who was 65, 70 years old. Oh, all. man, yeah. You know what I mean? Like, and, yeah. I mean, the whole, like, I'm good, like, so it's all good, like, mentality that 90% of people have at this point, I feel like, it's hard not to, but it's like, and I mean, we have to do that about the opioid crisis, we have to do that about the, you know, epidemic, we have to do that about a lot of things all day where you have to, like, well, there's only so much I can do, so as long as I'm good, I guess it's all good, like, even though, like, you know, thousands of people are dying every day, because mm. <laughs> I have to fucking go hang out with someone I barely even fucking like, you know what I mean, or like a yeah, group of works. people I yeah. barely like, or whatever it is, yeah, you man. know, like, going to a party of a bunch of people that fucking don't actually even give a fuck about me. Yeah, that's that's an interesting <laughs> thing to, to think about, like, as someone who makes things, uh, you know, I think we kind of... I don't know if we fool ourselves, but we're like, I don't know what the fuck to do. Everything's so crazy. I guess I'm just going to keep doing what I'm doing in hopes that like I can catch. Isn't that a what few... we were always doing though? Yeah, yeah. Is exactly. it wasn't that always it? Yeah, yeah. So in a way, we were more prepared. Those of us who are like indiv- independent, like artists, survivalists, yeah. happening in a capitalist society, we were almost a little bit more prepared than the average person oh, that man. was like working a job that can't go to work now or doesn't have that job that literally doesn't exist anymore. Um, and I. And that's why I'm trying to help <laughs> as much as I can. And also, we've been saying, just shine your fucking light. Shine your, whatever it is, shine it and shine it bright and make up for it if you do it in the weird way or the wrong way. It, at a certain points, just apologize. But like, yeah, yeah. shine your light always. Like, don't stop doing that just because the world is b- different than it was. And it's, yeah, it sucks. 4,000 people are dying every day. But like, you're been in another country. You know what I mean? Like, right, not, yeah. like, not you, but like, the people that are like arguing how terrible it is in the United States right now, it's like, it gets a lot worse. Yeah. It gets a lot worse. And those people still find happiness and joy and love and all the things that humans do. I'm not saying it should be that way. I'm just saying it is. Mm. And like, they deserve to live in a lot, a lot better of a life as well. We all deserve to not have like, you know, traumatic things happening to us every day at a certain point, you know, Mm -hmm. certain amount of it's good for us. Yeah, yeah. Like getting, it's a little stress. Well, is, well, yeah, because we don't have right? to. We don't have to obtain food anymore. So like, right. We get, like that's where video games and like weird shows come in. I feel like you <laughs> yeah. know we like to simulate those things, but you know, I don't know. I think people people have made it out to be a lot worse than it is for themselves, so that they can have an excuse to just kind of go back, going back to the way they want it. And then mm. for those who have actually lost loved ones that are really close, they're just like sitting watching, being like how fucking dare you? You know what I mean? Yeah. And both are right. And yeah, in a way, both are also kind of wrong too, because it's like, you can't r- hate the world for not like 
caring about your dead loved one. Like they're going to die. Everyone's going to die. And so yeah, you yeah. can't hold it against everyone for not caring right. about your loved one. See, you can feel those moments of bitterness and be like, these people are out fucking raving and like yeah. my aunt's dying or my mom's dying or my grandmother's dying or my uncle or my dad or whatever is dying and I can't even go see him in the hospital, you know? That's a very real other side of this whole thing, you know? Mm-hmm. So it's, there's so many sides to it that it, no one should be picking one. They should just be trying to be the best fucking person they can and that's what it all boils down to like, if you're making art, like, and being creative, like, share that with everybody because most people's are candles are blowing out in the wind right now yeah yeah. and if you can keep yours lit do it yeah yeah i always think about it in terms of uh like you know i'm making art we're making art we're building things making things and we're not you know selling sketchy bags of meth or you know heroin laced fentanyl or fentanyl laced heroin some somebody you know allegedly there's so many worse things that we could be doing there's a million worse things i wouldn't even compare it like that man like what the fuck is anybody gonna do if you want to sit and like be upset about the world and like really look at things in a magnifying glass it gets way worse than pandemics and all this and we don't even need to go down that we don't need to go down that road it gets worse than like being abandoned with your tv and your laptop and your cell phone and your apartment that you can pay for like it gets a lot worse oh yeah but at the end of the day, like if you can show that in the predicament that everyone's in right now, that you were able to still create things that lays a map, you know, that lays a guide for other people to be like, you know what? Fuck. Like I'm going to get back to doing my thing. Mm-hmm. And you know, nine times out of 10, if you're like, Hey man, you should be going to therapy. They're not going to fucking listen to you. Yeah, yeah. But if you create and get to creating and they're someone who is close to you and they see you creating, they're going to get back to creating too because they're going to see that and that's infectious. And that's, I mean, that's the only way I feel like I can affect anybody around me is like just powering through it, you know, and like mm-hmm. not, not, not avoiding it, not denying that it's real. It's like, I accept that the world is fucked up. I accept it to the point where like I have to d- like do a checklist in the morning when I wake up. <laughs> I've had to do that for 20 years. You know what I mean? Right, like yeah. the world's been fucked up for a lot longer than like, you know, the last, we can remember yeah, as a species pandemic happened you <laughs> yeah, know yeah. I mean? like if you want to look at it, it for through real mature adult eyes that's the case like that's skeptic like positive skeptic yeah. look that i have you know mm-hmm. i try not to be a pessimist about things but definitely a skeptic do you think the world's actually getting a little bit better over time it's probably both yeah, yeah. better or worse is like very you know subjective so, mm-hmm, totally but i would like i would definitely argue that the quality of life of the average person across the board is improving. Yeah. And there's always spikes of like, whoa, that's a totally unacceptable loss of life. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but then there's also blooms of that. But like my ethic of like whether like this is a good thing or a bad thing is like the quality of life of people. Right. You know, the average person, poor mm-hmm. person, rich person, whatever. It doesn't matter who it is as long as they have like a quality of life and that that's like you know clean water a shelter a job a purpose you know what i mean good health mm-hmm. access to food and the opportunity to like grow and live and not be controlled by other people and you know that's i think that's all anybody wants but yeah um joshy let's do a let's do a proper introduction Absolutely. here um will you he's tell us new, what you do he's he's somewhat new to our little uh Colorado network here, but we yeah. uh, we transported him in from the the nether realms of Oak Town. Mm-hmm. 
Smokeland. It's good to be amongst you guys, man. Finally get in the playground over here. Yeah. Like, been kind of hanging out, living in the Bay Area for about eight years, and kind of like having all my friends over here in Denver kind of doing the thing. We've been taunting him. (laughs) And then when COVID hit, he fell in love. (laughs) Yeah, I was like, uh, everything shut down in Oakland, so I was just like, new places to go got to keep on your toes and keep on moving with things you know what i mean i think stagnation was like a part of like we were talking about mental health and like mm-hmm. trying to do positive things rather than just sitting and just pondering you know what i mean so it's just like i got on the boat of being like well kind of have to renew the waters a little bit change things up and spice things and, up a bit yeah totally mm-hmm. and especially when there's no work happening you got to kind of make that work for yourself right yeah yeah so um was happening here and i have a lot of family and friends that are over here so and especially my partner here too so nice yeah i found my way over that's what sealed the deal yeah and it was kind of crazy because everything <laughs> was kind of already in motion he's all all my, this, so. yeah. all my some of my favorite people and a bunch <laughs> of limitless projects and ideas yeah. and my my sweetheart yeah just totally. waiting for man, me love love is the strongest thing right now man you know what i mean absolutely stick together right i mean i know that sounds like some hippie juju well no it's cliche because it's, uh, true. it's true yeah dude that's the only thing thank that's you. Keeping us kind of <laughs> on, you know so. like but i just try and remind myself like there's right now on this planet there's people suffering way more than we could ever imagine and they still find a way yeah, yeah to be like have... yeah let's kick the soccer ball around or like whatever we're still it's all good like we're we, we're still smiling like i'm sure you've been to those places i've been to those places and you're just like you're looking at like the difference between like what you were raised with and what they were raised with, and you're like, whoa! Like, and these guys are stoked. Like, you're like, I have no excuses. <laughs> yeah, I have no excuses. <laughs> None of it, and but it's subjective. It is. Yeah. Sure, sure. It was kind of crazy too, because coming into Denver already at that time when all this was hitting, it was also like a time of protest, and there was a lot of activity and movement happening. With right. So I was like, what better way to get to know this city? Yeah. yeah. Seeing the people actually come together in those senses and the realness of like people. So. And also, like, people using sound and to, like, amplify those people and yeah, yeah. and all sorts of things, you know. Mm-hmm. We saw a lot of our friends and family doing these things, so it was, like, that was an interesting way to come and meet the Denver scene, too. Oh, see yeah. what these guys are doing. So. Everybody was all riled up. Yeah. <laughs> We're I mean, all was, riled like, up. It's a beautiful thing at the same <laughs> time. Good, Dancing though. is a revolution, man. Anytime yeah, you yeah. get the people <laughs> in the streets, it's good to go get a taste Nietzsche of it. Would say. Yeah, yeah. You know, seeing it for what it is. Yeah. For some people, they need a, they really need to go yell in the streets, and I think that's completely fair, mm-hmm. especially about the state of affairs, you know. Yeah, but man. I think it was also good for everybody to just get their wiggles out and see what the police state is all about. Sure. Yeah, yeah. Like, that's a breeding ground of, like, new ideas. Oh, man. I mean, all of this has been, like... 10,000 seeds like, planted every yeah. day down there, <laughs> like... And those aren't people that are like anarchists. That's all made up. All that shit is made up. Like none of these people like want (laughs) to hurt anybody or want like that's what like if you look, I'm sure you've looked at looked at this through all of the Black Lives Matter marches and protests and insanity. Police stations getting burned down. How many cops killed or were killed? Oh, I'm sure close to zero if close not to zero, zero if not zero right yeah, yeah. like there it would be we would know their name yeah yeah oh, i feel sure. like yeah right and now how many like the guy who got how many died Capitol. just on the one like <laughs> weird false flaggy like insurrection thing that just went down at the yeah, capitol one no like i think it was like three or four people ended up actually dying really yeah okay. well i know and one definitely one yeah. cop but yeah one like, cop but it's not cops versus every i don't like to think about things like that right, but right. regardless people like on that day that were against whatever was going on yeah. or trying to stop it from going on right or dead and that and that's not about like anything other than 
value of life. Like one group of people values life more than the other. And the other one is scared because they've realized that the cards were stacked in their favor and they did nothing with it. Mm. And that's, <laughs> you know, mm-hmm. and, and like everybody else is just like, yeah, dude, it's time for everybody else to get an opportunity now. Like the internet's leveling the playing field yeah. in so many ways. The, yeah, let's talk about uh, media and the internet a little bit. Cause totally. There, so you let me borrow a book last time we did the podcast. It's a Marshall McLuhan. Oh, I was wondering where that went. I have it. That's sick. Not with did you me. read it? At my house. I did read it's it. It's sick, right? It's so good. Um, it's like, it's, it, could, it could be seen as dangerous to the wrong person. <laughs> or like, I, not or, dangerous, but if it yeah. was misunderstood, it could like be used as like weird a weird quote. You yeah. know what I mean? It can yeah, be yeah. misinterpreted. For sure. But the for, whole for thing anyone... is about misinterpretation. So it's like, mm-hmm. are you familiar with the book? Marshall McClellan's... McClellan. McClellan's um, The Massages in the Medium, or The Messages in the Medium. Yeah, yeah. The Messages the, in the, the Medium. The media Frank is Heiss, the message. The media is the message, sorry. So, um, and it's an old book. It was written in the 20s, right? 30s? He, yeah, he was definitely predicting... Um, Pre-Huxley. It did. Pretty, yeah, very that yeah, that group, for sure. you know. I'm, I'm not exactly sure when it was, but he was definitely like predicting how m- new media is shaping us, mm-hmm. and basically, you know, it goes from like spoken word, uh, written word, radio, printing press. television, printing press, yeah, printing press, yeah, printing press was down. a big one. And someone re- re- whoever republished the book in the '90s or uh, early 2000s broke down the graphic design for each page to represent each stage of the communication evolution. So one looks like the Bible, like one looks like, you know what I mean? And they break down like the ditto machine, like how the printing press changed human consciousness on the planet because they were able to copy an idea that was written down Mm -hmm. and share it for the first time. And each, each medium kind of has, that's why when you had books, it was a flex. If your house was filled with books, everybody's like, and there was no lies on books like that was all rich like royal like and it was there was obviously the big lies in books but like yeah, yeah. to everyone it was like no if you could write a book it's you would never lie why would you you know what I mean? yeah, like, yeah you're a nobleman yeah yeah you know what i mean like but yeah so <laughs> basically the internet uh you know written language is is you're looking at something from a one point perspective where like one person has written this and it's very linear. It's very like Renaissance, like one point perspective, you know? Uh, but then you get into radio, television, and now the internet, which is more of a group participatory kind of thing. Like it demands that you participate in it just by virtue of its widespread use and just, all over the board uh, or all over the world kind of uh and we're just adoption. barely scratching the exactly and if you think about it like the printing press you know it took a long time for everybody to kind of like get used to it and and get fluent with it i don't think it'll take as long with the internet but it's we're i think we're seeing a lot of like hiccups and, and, oh yeah and like everyone's like how do we mismanagement do this and then so this is why we're seeing like the shit at the Capitol and the BLM oh, yeah. and, and like all that stuff. Yeah. It's like, yeah, it's like demanding your it can be, participation. Which, and it, and also like it can now be reversed and en- reverse engineered. Like all the different, we talked a bit about this on the last podcast, but all the different like gears of what makes up society, like there are 
white guys that have been very aware of how that works for 500 years, oh, for sure. years at this point for sure and they fully know how to make and move those gears at, at their will to benefit them for another 500 years right and the same goes with this media stuff and it's being reverse engineered now in a lot of ways now that everybody's on the hook of like instant information like oh now all we got to do is just lie constantly yep so that yep. everybody's like this is not a reliable source of information anymore right and then you have this guy come out that goes it's all a lie <laughs> and, and then, everybody then who's like, like not yeah. quite smart enough to be like what the fuck's going on here yeah, like, yeah. why would they tell us it's a lie <laughs> You know what I mean? They're all yeah. like, I knew it. Like, yeah, yeah. I was right. I am smart. And then they're like, Q. And they yeah. fall in. You yeah. know what I mean? <laughs> and I mean, it gets radicalized in the other direction, too, in a lot of scary and unfortunate ways, too. You know? Sure. I mean, sure. I know people like four-fifth times removed that I didn't even realize. I thought Antifa was something that the state made up to have a bad guy. In a, but apparently there are people that are like, I'm fucking Antifa. And if you are one of those people, you just shouldn't do that. Yeah, like, <laughs> straight just up. Just go as a fucking code word. Go bubblegum team or something like that. But like, <laughs> just don't be doing that. Like, yeah. that's what they want. They want pawns to come and Yeah, exactly. TV, exactly. You know? Like, when you're... you're. Just, I feel like a lot of the uh, the rioting and stuff is kind of a chance for the cops to show oh, off their new it. toys and they shit, love it. man. Like, if anybody thinks that they don't love that, they're mis- completely missing. They have t-shirts about it. They literally, yeah, yeah you, I'm sure you saw them during it, but they have like, yeah. woke up early to smash protesters or woke up early to, and they're like, yeah. all these cops eating dinner or breakfast at a, da- a diner or whatever, you know? Yeah. And, and you know, whatever, like. Well, it's also the, like, I don't know. This, everybody has this, their game they're playing in the world, you know? The, I always just noticed that, like, power does this thing where, like, there's like a grassroots movement. They reconquer it as fast as they can and spin it up and spin it up until oh, yeah. like they get people in a froth and then they can come in with the batons I mean, and the boots. Let's <laughs> just say in a hypothetical situation, <laughs> if you were a massive power entity and there were resources or something that threatened those resources, um, like say, you know, someone that was able to export hundreds of millions of dollars worth of cocaine every day. You know what I'm saying? Like that? Yeah. yeah. Like, say you were a massive government and you're like, and you're, you're like, okay, this guy has bigger balls than all of us. Yeah. Yeah. You destabilize that country. You let it collapse on itself from the inside out. Huh. And then you put somebody in place to run that country. Yeah. 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 That coincides with all your beliefs, right? Oh, now, wait, does this happen? <laughs> this, it might, it happens in video games and movies. <laughs> um, now, yeah. it now, only happened in the 80s, right? It only happened like, in the late 80s. Yeah. <laughs> now, say you wanted somebody's, you know, natural resources that's like under the ground or something, and they were doing the same thing. Yeah. You know, maybe you would do the same thing. And then maybe someone would introduce like a crazy co- uh, concept like called um, democratic socialism uh, to the masses of mm. a massively important country mm. uh, in the game of things. Uh, you know, wouldn't you then use those own, your own tactics on yourself? Yeah. Uh, and that's what they do and that's what they've been doing. And the yeah. more that people on these deep left and deep right groups show themselves on the news and on Instagram and like, they're just putting themselves on lists, which in my opinion, if you're getting that extreme about shit, like you might, like maybe you should be on a list cause you might slip yeah. up and really hurt some people and do right. some stupid shit. Yeah. If you're exactly. putting out leaflets and like, you just want people to be onto a new idea? Cool, whatever. If you're getting into hurting people 
you're on the wrong fucking path. I don't care if it's left or right. Like, yeah, it's yeah. wrong. It's not the right one. I agree. You know? So at the end of the day, like, because there, I mean, if you look at political revolutions in other countries, it be like that. Like, yeah. you watch what happened on the news in our country, not a shot fired. You watch what happens in any other country when the capital gets built. They fucking kid, they'll kidnap yeah. a president. The whole place is shot to shit. Yeah, yeah. Like, there's bullets in the Capitol building, in the walls. AKs are getting clacked. Yeah, yeah. Everybody's fucking going home in body bags that isn't on the team of whoever wins. That yeah. shit that happened was, I don't know. <laughs> I can't. I'm not I mean, gonna say. Yeah. But that shit was. It seemed very synthesized, and yeah, you know what a lie of omission well, is. Yeah, yeah. You know? It's like you. Yeah, it's course. like you axe. Oop. We. Oop, whoopsies. We let QAnon do their thing, and whoopsie daisies. We pulled seventy percent of the force off one day. You know what I mean? Like. Well, I. <laughs> I think it's really. Yeah. Exactly. Whoopsies. That, and yeah. it's like it's like you don't have to make it happen. You can you just, just let not, it happen. Not. Yeah. You can not stop it. Right. Which we're known for doing all Shout over out. the world. Shout, <laughs> Shout out. out 20, 2001. Yeah. yeah, sure. Yeah, exactly. Like we'll never know, yeah. but that's how they do it. And so, so that everybody on gets There's on their little podcast and they go, yeah, well, you know what? I think it was, you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. but like at the end of the day, nobody fucking knows. This is why I have, <laughs> so. I do have sympathy for conspiracies. Although I, I want to just kick this little bit off with yeah. like Q is totally bullshit, Absolutely. but, but like, it, it like if, you, if you're on the other side of that and you're just like, no, nah, no, nah, man. There's no conspiracies. Like, no, you're also no. very wrong. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, that's why those those groups exist. Yeah, and that's kind of what I was getting to. Is like, like if they... you feel if you see a socialist movement happening in your country, say you're fucking, you're Cuba or whatever, yeah, or yeah. whatever. You you're on an island. You run a country, and you see a socialist uprising happening. What do you do? But fuel or allow? All you have to do is allow the right and the left to get super extreme. And then everybody who has a brain in their head, who has a family to protect and a mouth to feed ushers back into the middle really quickly yeah. and goes, whatever it was that we were doing is fine. I don't care as long as it's yeah. not what's going on with all this. Right. You know, and that's a hundred percent of what's happening right now. Yeah. Yeah. You know, we come crawling all, back. Sure, to... sure, sure. Fine, fine, fine. The mall? Yeah, I would love to go to the mall. Like, <laughs> yeah. IMAX? Let's go. Like, whatever. Yeah. Like, open up Red Rocks? Sure. Shows, shows, Everything's shows. just back to normal? Great. Yeah, festival's cool. Great. Like, <laughs> I can go back to my fucking job I hate? Great. Like, you know yeah. what I mean? Like, everybody's begging to get back to it now. Yeah. And it's just like, eh, like, wasn't everybody just pissed, like, six, eight months ago? Like. Yeah. Or did everybody just have time to be pissed and they got their itches out and like, it's all, if it, like, if you control, if you can tr create a Petri dish where you can synthesize revolutions in a completely controlled environment on, through people's Instagrams, then yeah. they don't ever actually have to happen. Yeah. That's the new cold war, right? That's it. Is, that's is just, it. And it could, it's just and mine. It's beyond, it's beyond like countries anymore because yeah. they're all doing it to each other for each other scratching each other's backs yeah, yeah. like they're fucking eating caviar like sniffing cocaine from pablo's stash yeah, yeah. like going <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, we did they didn't they don't have to do anything but lift their thumb you know like on their cell phones well, they have team they have teams of people teams doing, yeah. of people yeah. doing this yeah, stuff yeah. for them at this point well okay so um <laughs> I'm just I'm gonna pivot real quick, but, but who knows? I don't know. Gonna... It could be just one guy, one scary guy. <laughs> Sauron. It's the architect. <laughs> it's the... the architect. The architect. <laughs> okay, uh, this is gonna. I think I'll try and dovetail this. But cool, do you yeah. believe in free will? You yeah, guys? absolutely. You oh, do? that's great. That ties into what we're talking about. I don't. That's awesome. Even I, better. Well, I think that so. Like, um, 
all it is 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 inputs uh-huh. and um, knowledge, I, I knowledge or lack agree. thereof. To, just to clarify, I completely believe in and agree with determinism as well. Ah. But I think both are happening at the same time. And that's what makes us special. Yeah. And sentience. That's what makes too, sentience. Though, you know what I mean? That's what makes, exactly. Like, and it can flow yeah, through like genes. But I think, yourself, it, yeah. I think that's what makes sentience special. And that's what makes it, makes it so that we're... So say there is some galactic federation and like there's aliens out there and they're keeping an eye on us and whatever. That's probably why the only reason they're letting us fucking continue doing what we're doing. Because of determinism. It's because we have the ability to branch the determinism uh. with our free will. So there is okay. determinism absolutely within nature. There are things that are determined, but I think that we can fracture that. And I think also certain sentient things can fracture that. And the only reason I feel that is because I've fallen in love so many times and weird, like parts of my determinism, like brain have been broken away to be like, Oh, holy shit. Like there's this like other part where like at any moment you could just go <laughs> just jump out the just window out if you really wanted to <laughs> and there's no there's no there's like, no way you can well, let's take let's yeah take, I know you could zoom all the way out and be like yeah but that's like you saw a Jim Carrey movie when he was a kid <laughs> it's like you can zoom all the way out but at the end of the day that's just people trying to rob that and an idea and our brains trying to convince us that no it's all totally predictable buddy I got everything under control up but here but it's, it's also un, it's also unpredictable because like do you think you can control like who you fall in love with? Uh, you can definitely create the environment to make that happen and it can be catered and fostered. Absolutely. Sure. I mean, there's families that hate I mean, each other and there's families that love each other. Just yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Like yeah. it's, it has to be but, fostered. But like the, the wisdom to know how to create that environment. Absolutely. You didn't, you didn't necessarily choose like one day to, to learn that someone either told you it or you learned by example, just by virtue. But at a certain of, point I made a choice. And okay. I truly believe that I do. And like, there's a, it's like determinism, determinism is like this river that you're going down and then you get to forks in the river. And mm-hmm. at that point, it's like, you can make a choice. And some would argue, well, those are just two more forks that are determined for you. It's like, sure. But mm-hmm. I still made the choice and I feel as though I did. And it gives me a balance to my experience. So it's not narcissistic and it's also not nihilistic. Yeah, it's yeah. like this balance where it's like, okay, most things are determined, but at any moment, we have our ability to reach out into the causality web and fucking twist it and just create total chaos with it if we want to. And some people acknowledge that they're doing that and some people don't. Maybe that's my brain just trying to rationalize like the fact that it, maybe we are just on this track and I'm just kind of going through the motions, but more and more times with mushrooms and music, uh, and love and women have mm-hmm. taught me that, uh, or the feminine, I should say, uh, have taught me that both are very fucking real. And like one is very magical and one is very, very mathematical. Mm. And that ties in big time to our Tower Media concept because we've created this fantasy world where there's an architect and he is a coder. He's like the determiner. He's the determinator. (laughs) Basically, he's like what he does. So basically this fantasy world that our heroes have now gone through the passage for anybody who saw saw the passage on New Year's Eve. Our heroes have gone through the passage and their guide is bringing them around this new realm, which is all Earth, as we call it. And it is a flooded planet Earth uh, Mm -hmm. in the year 3030. And um, what has happened is the AI and the technology that we create inevitably over the mm-hmm. next thousand years has 
replaced us or we've destroyed each other off in large numbers so that there's very small amounts of us left mm. and the ai has merged with nature in different ways so it's like animatronic and everything's animate nice. so like in you know in certain cultures where they believe that everything has an animate life form yeah like pan panpsychism exactly yeah. so we have the ability now in our little fantasy world to do that with anything yeah um, our streams are we're really leaning into like the Jim Henson inspiration and um, the, a, a lot, a lot, exactly. Labyrinth. Yeah. Josh, Josh is a, Josh is a builder of a, a lot of different um, sets and stages for festivals. He's used to working in harsh environments with hardcore teams and mm -hmm. yeah. And set design. Exactly. And he's done a, he, you've done a ton of uh, production with um, lighting and whatnot. And our, our team that we put together is all in on this little story, but we good. Yeah, I think so. I, I was just checking the levels. Cool. Yeah, it seems good here. Okay, sweet. <laughs> um, but yeah, it, it, the reason I bring this up is because we have an architect who is this hardcore logic, and then we have a wizard who is mythical. Intuition. Intuition, yeah. has cats, all, <laughs> yeah. uh, like, and all of the people that That's live important. around him are very uh, balanced and effeminate, and they believe in the nature of magic, right? Yeah, yeah. And the reason they believe in this is because they work with all the AI and they've realized that the AI has become self-aware, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. So there's this self-awareness to the AI and architect does not like it. For some uh, reason, he's completely against it. He's like, mm -hmm. So he puts all of his energy and all, sends all of his buzzards out into the world to convince the world and to deprogram any AI that they find that has sentience. They deprogram it and they hack it and decommission it. That right? sounds like murder, actually doesn't it now now what better way to do that <laughs> than to keep the person alive <laughs> you could keep them alive and just remove their free will and just send them back to work you know yeah. so that's our concept and basically it's the, it's the toss-up between the right and the left brain mm -hmm. and then we have all these different fantasy characters that are built in we're actually building an nes game mod for this while we're doing it as kind of like a storyboard mm -hmm. for us to come up with the the concepts yeah this the environments and the stages but also like we're gonna make it playable and we're gonna make it so people can join in and so in and have fun. how are you going to tell the story uh besides the video game so it's a it'll be a combination between um scripted theatrics on the live streams that you have to catch to kind of know yeah, the yeah. main stuff if you know but, you know yeah exactly yeah. and uh the next one for anybody that is interested is march 20th on the vernal equinox um and uh we'll be announcing a lot of stuff next week by the way i want to just real quick give you guys big shouts for the new year's live stream well, thank you it was we had fun awesome. hanging out with you guys too yeah right? it was fun of us <laughs> just to have that connection with everyone. oh yeah, yeah. it was the great. fact that we get to do that and it's live yeah is very special it was very fun and uh uh big shouts to ian mckenna for oh yeah the elf yeah. Here. He's, he's our hero he's our hero he's, he's star, like he's, he's the character and he's, he's, he's the main he, character in the video game he's right? the main character in the video yeah, game yeah. as well and the whole video game is a prequel to the passage nice. you basically have to put the passage back together and get it powered up so that heroes can come back and do what they do yeah yeah um, create art and, heroic. and recovering yeah. amnesia yeah, yeah, yeah. not so. care whether <laughs> things are predetermined or free will at all and yeah just yeah, I just, I don't know that, uh, <laughs> that topic's endlessly interesting to me. Well, I mean, it's been debated since the beginning of time. So my, yeah. my, like, my way of being like, you're, you're middle of the road. Why like, not both? Yeah. 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 And people are like, what? <laughs> yeah. Why not both? Isn't everything almost always going to end up being both kind of thing? Like rather than creating a polarity with everything, we're just taught that like create this polarity, create this polarity, like, uh, good and bad, like figure it out. Like, but choose. do you think, do you, 
you think that's something we're kind of born with? The polarity I thing? I mean, we have, you we're know, straight it, up sure. split hemispheres. Yeah, totally. But know? like, there's a whole rainbow in between each one of those. Uh, yeah, you know, I, absolutely. You get to the totally of the planet and it's dead. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> you know? Totally. Like, you go that far in any direction. If you're right nothing. there in the equators, yeah, it's fully deep. alive. <laughs> it's exactly. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Arguably the best gene pool, too. Yeah. Which is what's threatening everybody else. <laughs> <laughs> Corpus callosum, man. That's where it's at. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I mean, cool. yeah. The... yeah, I mean, I usually take the like middle of the road way. I, I've right. just been, uh, I don't know. Uh, I heard a really compelling argument for determinism. There's both. And, and like, I also, for anyone listening, I don't want anybody to get uh, confused between like determin- determinism and fatalism. No, totally. Whereas, not. like, your choices definitely matter. You don't, just because you believe in de- determinism doesn't mean you're nihilistic, mm-hmm. you know? But I, I just think that like there's so many influences and you can just trace it totally. all back through cause. We give ourselves way too much credit for like our yes. choices that we make. This is we're a like, great we're point. We're not manifesting stuff. We're not like, ooh, like I'm going to make that come into my reality. No, you had an idea that was based off of a ton of input that- We don't a, even know what is And your brain simulated on. a best possible outcome. Yeah. And you made a choice to go after it. Yeah. At any point you could be like- Nah, I'm gonna fucking drink syrup or like, yeah, you know yeah. what I mean? Like, yeah, yeah. you don't have to. <laughs> people do that all the time. Those people, man, like, the syrup always just gets a, me, yeah. man. I'm about to like make some dope shit. And yeah. I'm like, ah, I'm gonna I could just get into the syrup. Maple right? syrup. <laughs> songs about this thing. Yeah, they've yeah, exactly. There's whole cultures that center around maple syrup in Houston. Um, <laughs> you know, but like, yeah. and then I'm not hating on any of that, but I'm just saying, right, like, right. I don't know. I could go down that rabbit hole forever, but that's like what keeps the world going around, isn't it? Like yeah. all the machines that uh, have a job and then yeah. all the sprites that uh, <laughs> can move around. You know what I mean? Like, well, okay, so there's NPCs. Yeah. There surely are yeah, NPCs. Life is a game. game is a life. But you know? here's the thing is that like the more knowledge you have about the fact that all your decisions are influenced by your inputs, the less you'll, you'll be influenced by those inputs true you know what i mean yeah and you can then choose you have more of a a choice and like i i still think choice exists i definitely still think will and willpower exists Mm -hmm. like the whole free part fuck no it's like that's why i say both okay you're in a kayak but you've got and you've got paddles yeah yeah. and you come to forks yeah you know what i mean that's why i think i could pack up and move to another i mean maybe not right now but i could pack up and move to another country and it may like you could track it back to like all these influences, but I still, at the end of the day, take responsibility yeah. for the fact that I put all the effort, calories, and energy into making that happen. And I also take responsibility for all the people that it affects in the process. Mm-hmm. Because you'll meet a lot of people that are deterministic and they don't take any responsibility for yeah, yeah. how they affect other people. They're like, well, it's already, it's all a simulation, dude. So it doesn't even fucking matter. And it's like, yeah, it's all good. That. It's like, no, you're just copping out. Like, so my in, safe, the way I keep my safe, my heart and my brain in sync is like, yeah. it's both. Just deal with it. Like, deal with both. Totally. And then it's like, I don't have to lose and I don't have to win. Yeah. Because there's neither. <laughs> well, well, any any idea or ideology that allows you to just be completely egocentric or totally. uh, shirk responsibility just is cash out. unhealthy, dude. Not good. Yeah. 
Or if you're using it to you do that. You get too far like, into certain religions, they're like that. You get too yeah. far into certain jobs, they're like that. You get too far into certain music groups, they're like that. Like, <laughs> yeah, you know yeah. what I mean? Like anything. Anything. You get too far into anything, you put all, start putting all your chips on. Which type of syrup you like. Certain you know, ideas. Like, <laughs> yeah, if it's not grade A, don't talk to me. Yeah. Not Vermont, dog. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh. <laughs> Man, we got off on a tangent there. Thanks. I mean, those are yeah, good. Yeah, I mean, yeah. yeah. I but I mean, it, it ties into Especially. what we wanted to talk about, which is like really, you know, some this new project that we have going on. So it's Tower Media. It's called Tower Media. Yeah, yeah. And the whole co- it's a whole conceptualized brand basically that's around this fantasy world. Mm-hmm. And the, I'm each, so about it. Each dude. one of the parts of the fantasy world are kind of just like uh, allegories and or representations of different core people that are on our team. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, it's really important to us to highlight them as much, if not more so, uh, than uh, the musical acts. The musical acts are inc- they're the you know, spine of it all. They're the backbone. Yeah, yeah. Uh, well, you know what? No, they're like the, they're like the, the lymphatic system. Mm. You know what I mean? They're mm-hmm. like, or the neurological system. I would say the staff and the crew and the production team are the backbone. Yeah. And, uh, we really want to push, a a marketing, you know, scheme and a, and a, and a plan that is, has an emphasis on that. And, you know, that we're announcing our next event without, the lineup announced because we want to put a emphasis on like you, you know it's gonna know be great yeah. if you were there there was 1300 people there if we can have a thousand to two thousand people again then we break even and we're stoked you yeah. know what i mean and yeah i'm happy being transparent about that you know yeah. and if anybody can figure out the math and want to do it again and copy us please for the love of god do open but, source yeah open source because we Formula need this to happen source. that is something very important <laughs> that we all agree on joshy ethan and i um, you know, that we want people to start doing this. Like, yeah, there are production houses all over the country that should be doing this. The fact that Live Nation and AEG aren't already doing this, it's a hundred percent because of money and because they don't want to inspire a bunch of other people to start replacing them. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, but <laughs> that's why. Right. There's no other explanation. They have the money, they have the talent. Right. And they have the ability to bubble these artists and get everybody yeah. COVID tested, yeah, everything. Yeah. But yeah. they don't want I that's my theory. They don't want to introduce the entire industry to a new the way next of doing way of doing this yeah, that yeah. requires ten grand to do a high end DVD shoot, you know what I mean? That's yeah. live, you know. And you know, that's the move. Make it happen. Fucking if you hear this and you have the capability of doing that, do it. Book me, pay me a guarantee. <laughs> no, but for real, like do that the industry needs it in yeah. my opinion and as a performer i feel that as a creator we all feel that like we gotta we're gonna keep doing stuff and keep entertaining people and keep showing people that there's a reason to create yeah. and a reason to be entertained yeah and you don't have to feel guilty all day like right. you can feel guilty for like half of it mm. and then like you know be entertained by things and right. feel joy and experience new things with friends and you had no choice in the matter because you were born where you were born right and sure you have the things yeah, that all you those have things. yeah unless your parents were impregnated by a mathematical equation <laughs> you know what i mean like who knows so do you unless think your that's if you... your mom's your dad and you're from reverse time yeah then there's no you've way. seen dark absolutely so i so check it out um i finally just saw you're dark. from a side reverse inside out timeline yeah that's and I'm from season thing. four so in my corner of and the you're trying, yeah, my you're corner to come of in on the COVID season two right now yeah go ahead um you watch you watch dark season one or all of them all of it i haven't seen it's great. Uh, all of two or three yet okay i know well, but don't no don't, don't i won't 
No spoilers. Spoilers. Are they traveling through time? <laughs> is it about time travel? <laughs> yeah, it is. For anybody that hasn't seen it, watch it. It's basically Donnie Darko meets Stranger Kids. Or Stranger Things. It amplifies <laughs> like 10 times Stranger more, Kids. You know, with every... Yeah. And it's so... Amazing I mean, it, it gets too. into the whole... Um, sorry to keep fetishizing no, this. No, it's but, good. But the whole free will versus determinism thing. Yeah. And it's really cool, their take on it. Um, but uh, I was I was so about the soundtrack. Oh, it's amazing. And the sound in it. Just oh, yeah. like, n- not even the songs necessarily. I've sampled but, it a bunch. Yeah. And I found out about that yeah. after the fact that my favorite song from there is that Agnes Obel song. Oh, yes. that's so sick. And yeah. then I was like, feels, what, Patty feels. does? <laughs> yeah, dude. <laughs> so shouts gotcha. out that remix. Gotcha. And uh, Agnes Obel. I'm going to hit you up. No, Let's don't tell up. her about it. Okay. <laughs> no, no, I won't tell her about it. But. I mean, I did it in all respect. Agnes, if you listen to this, all respect. And if you need any like copyright stuff, just let me know. Send, yeah. it, send it my you way. We'll live it, stream. Sort it out. We got you. <laughs> uh, um, I had to. I was like, I heard the song and I was like, this is beautiful. Like, I feel like making a track today. That's kind of how I do things in the studio. Like, some people are like, oh, it's totally just ripping over. Yeah, absolutely. So is everything. Like, get over it. Like, <laughs> Yeah. If you're inspired about it, create something. It doesn't have to be your masterpiece. It can be your homework. Like, yeah. you know, that one ended up being something that my most listened to track and all, like, all of my friends are the ones, that's my favorite one. Yeah. It's not because of what I did to it. It's because it was already tight. Yeah, but yeah. I just, they like that I'm involved in it. So, like, that's magic to me, you know? Yeah. Um. So, it's I mean, really, I everything's it. kind of derivative, it was free. if you think about it. I didn't put it on Spotify or anything. It's just Yeah, Spotify. you're not making money off no. of it. Yeah. I think that's when people get a little butthurt about their art is like if you are just straight copying or lifting and then making a very nice living yeah. for yourself. Yeah. And you should be coming like, back. Yeah, yeah. You should have had your lawyer reach out and be like, yo, how do I clear this track? Yeah. That's what you do. Like if you have mm-hmm. money and you're like ripping like a track and like building a, a, a bootleg around it like I did or whatever. Mm-hmm. Like you should be <laughs> clearing the track so that you can sell it and sponsor your posts for all sorts of money and like make money off of yeah. it. Yeah. Like <laughs> Yeah. That's what you do when you have money. But it's like, it's so weird it's because like in the Yeah, if you're like a little guy, like you just hope no one the algorithm TM doesn't catch on. They finally won that case too. <laughs> What's that? Led Zeppelin finally won that case. That's been like a big thing about Stairway to Heaven. So Wait, you know, really? Yeah. Did they not have the rights or they didn't write a lot of their music? Yeah, well no, they ended up They lifted a lot of blues songs. Yeah. Know that. Yeah. Uh, totally oh yeah. Like, but I mean a lot of the bands I mean that's what we call like DJing or even co- a cover band or whatever, like that's how music changed hands. You got to keep your mic up. Yeah. Very simple riffage. Yeah, you know yeah. what I mean. That's so how music like... changed hands back in the day, though. Is like people would cover it and re-release it. Yeah. And since it's their rent, there's laws that protect renditions and covers. Right. And you know what I mean. So mm-hmm. you could literally just like do a rendition of someone's song, and as long as it's slightly different enough, like you can get away with it. But wild it's better to like reach out i mean like who is it uh stevie nicks and what's billy ray's girl there uh miley miley <laughs> billy ray's girl <laughs> billy ray's little girl stevie nicks and miley it's just so did, funny because like, you put it in a way that well like, it's so that you knew you, i would understand well it's also so that like being from like, kentucky that's how they got connected for sure yeah oh absolutely you know what I'm saying? so like for they sure. did a collab recently yeah, yeah. because miley put out this song and I was at the salon getting my haircut. I was like, this sounds exactly like Stevie Nicks. And Piper was like, ah, I don't know. I'm like, no, I sang the Stevie Nicks lyrics over it. And then like a month later, they put out like a mashup. Mm. It's like of it and the old one. And it was like an official Stevie Nicks like thing. And it's just like, God. Yeah. I wonder how many millions of dollars went into like the studio session to like create that. <laughs> how many? I mean, just money changing hands kind yeah. of thing. Like, ah, 
Yeah, it's so different in the art world too because, you know, my friend uh, Callion, who I just had on, the guy who does the mashup paintings. Right. I mean, he's 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 sampling paintings like straight up. Right. But he's making these epic but masterpieces. He has to do that with ink and and pigment and like brushes. Yeah. Like right. That's not you can copy and paste a wave file. You know, what true I mean? that. Yeah, that's yeah, where yeah. it all changed. That's where yeah, it's yeah. all different. Yeah, yeah. There's a copy. There's a carbon copy medium to all the audio stuff. Yeah, yeah. That's where I think crypto is going to start helping the digital audio world. Yeah, yeah. Same way it's helping the digital art world. Yeah. But we'll see. If anybody yeah. wants to steal that idea, run with it. Yeah. I'm already ten steps ahead. Do you understand a lot about the blockchain? Oh uh, no, I I get the technology to be more than yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. Like it's like I get it. And I understand the ins and outs and I understand how it works. And I know how my brain works enough where if I set myself loose on that, I might not ever come back. (laughs) (laughs) So like, and like, I just like, don't want to turn into some like zero theorem troll, like trying to like monitor Ethereum 24 hours a day. Right. Some of my friends have. Yeah. You know, but they're also like making lots of money. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm like, that's always good. Like, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I gotta, (laughs) the the FOMO thing is, is kind of hard to avoid. That's how I feel like I'm I'm just going to need a babysitter is what I think it is. Like I'm going to, if I go, I'm going to, it's like, you know what I mean? It's like, I'll go to a festival, but I need someone to come with me because I'm fucking, I'll end up going (laughs) to five festivals. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. The NFT space is, is really cool. It's created this whole new art market outside of physical galleries and with new money like not just the same you know two three hundred guys controlling the traditional art market it's people who made money off of uh off of blockchain and crypto so pretty exciting i gotta let the kitty out okay kitty break two second kitty break pause yeah all right we're on and we're back from the cat break. Yeah, cat break. cat break. What's up, little buddy? Yeah, we had a little... What do you got to say? Oh. <laughs> Very <laughs> exactly. nice. Exactly. Thank you. Yeah, yeah that's yeah. exactly what I was thinking. Uh, autographs, autographs, autographs. <laughs> we got our little man Paxton down here. Yeah, so he what's it like been like uh, coming back to... Or just transitioning from living at the warehouse to where Ooh, you're at now? Great question, Andrew. Very personal. Oh, thank you. Uh, <laughs> Uh, it's been wonderful uh that was like the most enriching experience of my life uh living over there at that spot uh we still have it going still some of my best friends over there um i still manage the spot but uh come august i believe it's getting turned into condos Mm. so you know we're just kind of riding it out we've always kind of we originally we only had a two-year lease and we've been there for going on five now yeah or four and four and some change or something Mm -hmm. but um yeah i mean where to start? I mean, it's a, it, I didn't go to college. So having a place like that, where I'm surrounded by like that many mediums and they're all like grinding away at it. I feel like I absorbed a lot of knowledge. That was like your school. Totally for me. And I, I feel like I'm always kind of in school in that way. I don't feel like, and I feel like some people are like, I graduated and now I'm done learning. Like, yeah, man. Out into the world. What's up with that? I don't know. Cause they got, they got this, these keys or like carrots dangled in front of their head the whole time. 
and they forgot to like look around and like pick some stuff up along the way. Yeah. And they were just like, I gotta get through this to the destination. Yeah, well, life I don't was, even know who Well, I you am. know what? Want to know what it is? It, we're not old enough at the time we go to fucking college. They, that's the, that's the con. No has their identity. Yeah, yeah. That's the what trap. Do. We have yeah. no idea yeah. who we are yet. Yeah. I barely, I'm 32 and I barely figured it out. And I've been living Same. on my own since I was 17, literally backpacking for half of it. Half of it. That's how you figure it out. Yeah. And I barely know, you know? Yeah. Same here. And I'm like, that's what moving out has kind of shown me. Moving out of that space is like, I figured out who the fuck I was living at that spot Hell yeah. and what I could handle. And I learned how to lift the weight of the financial burden of like how much it costs and how much you have to interact with people in a money way uh, in order to pay that off, you know, to pay that off every month. You know what I mean? It's a very, it's not cheap, you know what I mean? And it's in Rhino. So they're like trying to get as much as they can for it for literally a dilapidating fucking, you know, brick building. But we've, you know, we made it a palace. Like I know you've seen the, oh, yeah. The, what, what we did with it. And Joshy's got his, you know, fucking tinker shop and um, the extension onto the warehouse they finally got. Yeah, got. yeah. And right. a lot of the, the, the New Year's stream was actually in a space that no one knows that we have yet because, and I keep forgetting this because, like, is that the, we acquired a whole another 4,500 square feet at the beginning of like two weeks before COVID went because yeah. I was like, let's go. Like, we only got a year. Let's get this other space and we'll rave it out. You know what I mean? Like, that's the space where, shit. um, Molly da- did. Darian was making yeah, yeah, the speakers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah, exactly. That's when I came by is when they were yeah. making them. Right, yeah. exactly. So, it's a beautiful space and like, it's just dead, you know? So, yeah. otherwise, like, what the fuck else is going to be going on? Like, I put myself in debt for the next three years of my life to like, ride that place out you know what i mean so new year's was like a way where we could be like all right sick like at least we got to do like one yeah and then another one coming up yeah and 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 we didn't have anybody you know it was no audience it was just the the staff and the crew and you did the live stream and it was fucking sweet and that was awesome the live aspect of it too that's something that i wanted to point out is like we like keeping that tradition of a live ass oh yeah if you see any of our shows they'll always be live yeah you know what i mean if we're Uh, all the banter and stuff was really fun like in between sets we're creating (laughs) we're now creating environments for that to happen even more (laughs) yeah yeah uh authentically and like uh improv yeah Yeah. we really want that we really want to lean into that we want it to be janky Mm-hmm. We want it to feel like you're watching a cheap play, but like with high end production, right? Because there's comedy to that, and there's a heart to that, and there's like a freeness of 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 will to that mm-hmm. that like makes it so that all, everybody's watching. What happens happens, but whatever right. happens happens, <laughs> right. and it doesn't matter if it's not good because it's right. still good, yeah, yeah. right? Because the production is so solid, the and, music and right. the sound are so There's nothing solid. Ian can do that's like if he's dressed up like that with that shit behind him, like that's gonna be like, oh, what am I watching? Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. Like he's gonna ride it out, and he's yeah. gonna turn it into something funny, right? You know what I mean? And he's got he he's good. Like he he was he did acting in school for plays and then he did a ton of LARPing, which is literally all we're no doing. No way. All we're doing is LARPing and he's yeah. basically just being the dungeon master. Dude, improv is so fun. I mean, literally all I have to do is say right. yes and. Well, that's why it's really important to us that we create this like fantasy lore. Yeah. Because then you're not improving. You have a framework. You're literally in it yeah. and you're just that. Yeah. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. And like, so you are the mage. I have a feeling that's what directors probably do with their talent when they're doing sure. a movie. You know, I don't know. I haven't done enough research. I would love to get into that. I mean, Josh That'd and I've fun, talked yeah. about doing short films to kind of dabble into it and get our feet wet and show I mean, I, I don't know do, if you know? you know that Aaron and I have some 
Hollywood connections now oh, after yes. uh, the video we put out. Yes, yeah. I mean, <laughs> Space Man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 So, like, Space I would though, love I could hook you up. Space We're Man. definitely yeah. trying to incorporate <laughs> you guys into our storyline. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. We've already just, written an entire wizard role. Yeah. And if Quali, if you end up hearing this, this is an open call offer. Like, open you're quality. the guy that we want for the role, but we're shopping around kind of vibe. Yeah. Um, but you're the guy that we were on. Yeah, you're we that want. model. All yeah, right. You're the guy. Well, I know Rob Reiner now, so. Oh, there you go. Oh, holler. Okay, <laughs> never mind. <laughs> Scratch that. <laughs> no, but uh, yeah, we're we're having fun with it, man. It's a it's it's a pet project that's actually turned into a viable stream of income and also work uh, yeah. that we're all passionate about, and that's like really rare right now. And I'm, we're super grateful for it. And you know, a couple of our homies uh, have come forward to help sponsor the project, and um, you know. Y'all know who you are. I'm not even going to give you the honor of saying your names. We love you. And I'll send you a... One's my neighbor. Yeah, one's your neighbor. You later. No, for real though, Mike and Shout Austin. Shout out, Mike. Uh, both of y'all for believing in us, not only the ideas and the idiocy that we come up with, but like you know, backing it and helping it become a fruition because we're going like, to... Like, we're just scratching the surface of what we're capable of as... Uh, a team mm-hmm. uh like just scratching the surface like we've all seen what teams of people can do when they actually have real budgets you know yeah. and all of us are working used to working with very little and creating a lot out of it mm-hmm. so with these with this last event we were lucky to have an angel on our shoulder for that and everybody yeah. was we were able to, I was able to pay everybody up front um as far as production goes so that they we're down to work for the week beforehand. You know what I mean? But yeah, yeah. we're all was you, really high. Yeah. Morale was high. Bro, we, <laughs> we were just like, high fiving yeah, and surfing it the dude. whole time. There, there you, were, was no, you weren't in a festival waiting no, to be cashed out nope, after a uh, break. None of that. We're all so that. used to yeah, like, afterwards. like that, like the festival environment being like one of them, but like even like the pro corporate environments, a lot of us work in like it, it's super stressful and high, like if you fuck up and it's boring, like it's high yeah, yeah. stress and then boring for six hours and high stress. Yeah. This was like, high stress for five ten minutes beforehand just because we really didn't have enough time to do the last one the way we fully wanted to do it Mm -hmm. it still came out a plus in my opinion but like we wanted like extra credit you know yeah yeah but this next one's going to be all extra credit yeah so that's i mean (laughs) it's all it's all extra credit yeah i mean we have joshy's working on this incredible set design that we we've we've all been kind of conceptualizing and he's got a team that's helping him and yeah, it's all within in-house. A lot of our friends that are from the warehouse already. They're like music producers, but as well as like creators and all sorts of uh, media Family artists. Creators. Yeah, man, yep. that's, the, that's the thing. Is like, we're like dung beetles, man. It's like taking a big ball and putting it together, you know? Yep. Yeah. <laughs> exactly yeah. like dung beetles. Yeah. I, I'm excited. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, I'm excited that, to see what this shit well, is about. Let's just say <laughs> reflecting pool. That's all I'm going to... That's a teaser. Ooh. There's a reflecting pool and... We're talking kitty pool? We talking no, I'm in, talking above like... Ground? questionably unsafe <laughs> a reflecting radioactive. pool radioactive we're talking live wires in the water 100 yeah, percent live yeah. wires coming Sweet. in and out of the Safety water nice. always yeah. Yep. yeah i mean for real i can show you the pictures there's wires running in and out of the water oh beautiful we want everything to be uh, feel like it's living and we want our cameramen on the set to um our camera operators on the set to to feel like they have something to discover too while they're there mm, okay. um so not only will it be like you know flattering camera angles of the musicians and the djs that are playing that everybody loves but mm-hmm. things are going to be getting broken up more 
into the story. We're going to be leaning into the theatrics quite a bit. Sweet. You know, um, some annoying buzzards. Yeah. Um, Actually, new live actors we're yeah. incorporating. Well, this next we're trying one. to really Just a little bit Maybe ham kids. up the live acting stuff. Yeah, yeah. Uh, that's, it, that's it brought a lot up. of joy to a lot of people, <laughs> oh, and yeah. uh, and it also gr- gives a good sense of purpose to some of our homies who are creating and trying to get through all the stupidity that's going on right now. And so it's fun, man. It's it's humor is so important, man. It's like just a nice reminder not to take yourself too seriously, Absolutely. you know. Or and what we do, like, yes, it's stressful getting set up, but like right. at the end of the day, it's for the purpose of like relaxing and yeah. having a good time and enjoy know? and and showing people what could be done with their time yeah like all we're doing is writing emails and doing discord chats yeah like yeah we're artists yeah, no not everybody can be a talented artist dude you're lucky no <laughs> we put like, we spend 12 like hour friends. days like friends, all day you know? with our, our friends, friends really in discord great. chats and create with them <laughs> yeah, yeah you know what i mean houses. like you gotta sacrifice mf doom to the overlords just to move Shh, up in the yeah, industry you, you know about stuff. that is this a conspiracy oh bro you don't know it's about been this? on the tweeter block for okay. a minute now man. If, <laughs> if you said this on twitter and you're hearing this 100 percent obviously like off the track yeah, bro. but <laughs> let's take a little anybody. side quest here. Yeah, yeah. So after the our last event, uh, someone who oh, no. was obviously a like conspiracy minded individual uh, posted on their Twitter or on Facebook, uh, like you know, coincidentally, you know, MF Doom's dead, and I think these guys had to do this was a ritual and a sacrifice. Even the little elf guy said it was a ritual three times. And I think they had MF Doom killed in order so that these artists could move up in the music industry. <laughs> a bridge diversion. They, it was less, I mean, honestly, it was less legible. Than was that. it like a manifesto, but Not Really, if it was a manifesto, we would have written it ourselves and put it out and just yeah. to do, like throw As people a, off the scent yeah, of yeah, us yeah. just being like <laughs> normal. Like, did great with it. You know? yeah, he did, like, he did pretty good. Dude. I mean, the, the dead giveaway was that he didn't like finish any of his sentences. So we were yeah. just like, oh, Jim okay. He's like, obviously like <laughs> on one, you know, but no offense to this cat. Like, I get it. Like sometimes you fall down a rabbit hole, but uh, yeah. And no. he was he was totally serious. A hundred percent. Everybody was like, oh, like, and I was like, please don't make fun of this kid. Like, it's obviously not like sharing the same reality. We are about this. Yeah. And, um, you know, we don't want to feed into some delusion or anything like that. Totally. And then be like, they also takes away from the fact that it's like, no, it's 12 of us that f- fucking worked really hard for exactly uh, three weeks or four weeks and yeah. like c- sat together and came up with concepts and plans. And like, all these people are good at what they do. You know, that are involved. So that's like the special part is we're allowing them to create the story. Oh, I love anyway, that. You know what I'm I mean? not so, hating. You know, yeah, yeah, yeah. I love and that. Like, everybody got If it has felt like that's what they were doing. Of like creating, you know? If it felt like that's what they were doing, I would have been down. <laughs> yeah, yeah. If they were like, and then the heroes, you I know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. But that's not what it was. They were Creative. like. It wasn't yes. fan fiction. It was, no, like, it was a like delusional conspiracy yeah. kind of thing. Yeah. And it was like, And I get that. There's a lot of that in the psychedelic, you know, music community. Like, people are pro noist about things. Like, they find out the world is bullshit and then they're like, believe everything right. for a little while. And this, this, yeah, this gets back to why sometimes I'm sympathetic with certain conspiracy theories or whatever. Of course, you know? yeah. Like, I mean, you, you can't just throw them all out. No, you can't. You shouldn't. Sake. You should process them through. Yeah. Once you get to the point with, where you're like, nobody really knows, that's where you just say, okay, no one really no knows. One really knows. Yeah. You can and do you that about religion. You yeah, can do yeah. that about fucking anything. What you can't do that about is science because yeah. that's, it's contrary to the, the word. 
Like literally, science is a method. It's an order of operations. It's not right. a way of thinking. Right, right. As as much people people try and convince you of that these days, like yeah. it's an order of operations. It yeah, is not a, a way of thinking. Yeah. So like you can't think that about science, but like yeah. people will try. Yeah, and there's definitely still holes in the scientific models. Of we course, have. it's all based off of shit we've observed. Yeah, yeah. So like it's only as good as we it's are. It's only as li- yeah. yeah. It's as so limited like, as we trying are. Trying to say that's the end all be all. That's why I'm like, yeah, determinism, sure, science, fucking great, yeah, yeah. but. What if? Uh, what else? Like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> what if is is one of the best. Yeah. So I just say you know? both because yeah. once you start saying both, you get, end up with this like balance of like harmonies and mm-hmm. all these different colors and key musical keys that come off of it. You know what I mean? And it's, yeah. that's where the juice is. That's where the nectar for life is for me at yeah. least. I don't know. That's why, that's why there's always more to learn. Yeah. Oh, we all match today, by yeah. the way, sort of. That's the, it, that's like the more creative people, on set right now. the yeah, more yeah, creative yeah, yeah. people I meet, the more of them wear all black. <laughs> and it's, we know what events are like. And, or yeah, exactly. we work with color to too. In. We work yeah. with light and color for a living yeah. and we know how illuminating the right colors could be. So yeah. for me, if I wear all black, you can't tell anything about me. Right. And if you want to be like, that guy looks sketchy, fine. <laughs> you're gonna leave me alone if you're yeah. gonna be like this guy looks interesting I want to spark up a conversation great yeah, yeah. Like, come to dinner the like, art from the artist too though. absolutely you know what I mean? that that's too like dissolve into the background of like yeah. you don't know who I am my identity is over yeah. here I want you to perceive this yeah, yeah. And that's how, do you, how do you feel about that like uh, in, in terms of like there's an artist who does something really really shitty but oh if you, someone's a like, really big piece of shit there's nothing better than shitting on their art <laughs> even if you love yeah. Would have liked it without them. Even better. They, they suck even more. Yeah, yeah. Sometimes I like, wish I didn't meet the art. Yeah, I'm like, nah, you're done. Of this so if you ever meet me like, uh, and I'm a but, dick, like, yeah. feel free to just hate my shit. <laughs> yeah. Because, like, I get pissy you're sometimes. You're not a dick. It, But it has nothing to do with you. It's all 100% I'm an asshole to myself and hold myself to a high standard. So right, sometimes right. I am a dick. But I know it. Well, Some so, people don't know it and they're abusive and they're toxic to be around and they hurt other people regularly for fun yeah. and amusement and they toy with this industry and the scene in different ways because they think they're fucking clever or smart or whatever. Everybody who's smart sees it and avoids it yeah. and those people deserve whatever they have, whatever yeah. collateral Eventually damage it comes, out. it comes out. Yeah. Okay. But I don't think on the other side of things, like if I don't like their art, it doesn't work to, op- you know right. what I mean? Like yeah. a if lot of like times- their art and yeah. they're still a good person, yeah, no, I'm not be like- Oh, great art. You're so great. that's where po- cool most guy. people are like, but what about, you know what I mean? Yeah. It's like, no, yeah. there's not, but what about? It's just like, if they suck, they suck completely. Like if they're <laughs> abusive, I'm not going to support them right. with my word. I'm yeah, not going to yeah. be like, yeah, but their art's still pretty cool. Yeah, like, right. That's like a, yeah, that's like a, yeah. Would you still privately? But my uncle's a cop. It's like, would, yeah, but your yeah. uncle's a cunt. Like <laughs> he's probably a cunt. Like just Is, saying. So, so <laughs> would you, like, let's take a, <laughs> did you ever like Michael Jackson at all? No. Okay. As soon as I found out he was a creep, I'm like, sorry, dude. Like, that's why your music's like it is. Mm, okay. You know, people, he's the king of pop. He, like, reached out to so many people. Guess what? Everybody's a creep, too. Everybody's a creep. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, would you still privately enjoy something, though? Oh, I can, I can observe as an adult. Yeah. I can observe <laughs> something in a vacuum and just be like, that's fucking sick. Right. In a vacuum, if it was just us, if we weren't on the mics and I wasn't impress impressing on a, anyone else, right, right, I could just be like, yeah, that's fucking insane. And then as soon as you say it's oh, but it's so and so, I'm like, that's that sucks, damn. Yeah. Who did they rob to get that style? You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> whose blood did they suck to be able to have that? Whose couch did they live on and laptop did they steal mm-hmm. so that they could fucking mm-hmm. be that good at that shit and suck at everything else? Yeah. You know what I mean? Because yeah. if you're really good at your art but you're impossible to deal with, then what the fuck is the point? Yeah. That just makes you like, you might as well like be out in a fucking tower somewhere alone. Like, 
you know, judging the whole world. Like, yeah. that's kind of how those people are. We all know those folks. Like, yeah, I think that like it's more about just being a a nice person who's easy to work with. And 100%. if your art is good enough, then it's gonna. It's actually you're pouring yourself into it. So, like, if you are being a good person most of the time, then people awesome. are gonna feel that in your music. They're gonna totally feel it in your art. Whatever it is that you totally. do. Cancel culture is a whole nother thing. Yeah. That's like witch hunty and like I, I totally believe in deplatforming people that are toxic and a threat. Absolutely. Fucking get them the fuck out of here. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. But there's also like um if you cancel someone and they are not able to grow from it, they could be an even more of a fucking threat. Exactly. Like, yeah. And that's happened or you to themselves. Them. Yeah. You know what I mean? And then, and then you hear, oh, remember your little bully moment on the internet? Yeah, that person killed themselves. Like, mm. I hope you're stoked. You know? Yeah. Or and like, that hasn't happened necessarily like in our community yet, but I know it's happened in a few other communities that I'm connected with. Mm. Um, and, I, and to a certain extent, it's like, yeah, maybe that person didn't deserve to be alive or maybe they just decided they had done way worse shit and we don't even know about it and they didn't want to be alive. Sure, all those things. But wouldn't it have been dope if like, a group of three or five people like sat down with that person and like, we're like, dude, you need to reconcile for what you've done and like understand it. And you can't be part of this friends group anymore, but you need to know what you did. You need to figure yourself out, get some help, get some therapy. You know what I mean? But you can't be friends with our group anymore. Yeah. Sorry. It's sort of That's like totally a different than like, you're dead on all platforms. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like what? Exactly. That's not doing anything. They're just going to create another personality in their head mm -hmm. and come at it from a different angle and go back to harvesting whatever they wanted from the world because they see everything as a thing to consume. I also think it it tends to radicalize people because you push them to the margins and then they find other scumbags who have been pushed to the margins yep. and then they form QAnon or whatever it is. Whatever yeah. it is. They're Whatever. like, no, everybody's against us. Let's group together. You know yeah. what I mean? And the more you radicalize people, the more you condemn people, yeah. the more also you're condemning a little part of yourself. Yeah. And eventually you're going to be on the, the Other judgment side block and the chopping block. Mm -hmm. And uh, it happens to everybody. There's yeah. a point of judgment when like your community judges you for like, I don't know, I've gotten in fist fights and shit in the past and like watched how my group of friends like, some people distance themselves right for like a week or two or like you've yeah, had, yeah. you know, breakups like, yeah, yeah. you know, and then some people are like, I don't want anything to do with that. Like, yeah, or yeah. I'm picking their side or, yeah, yeah. or you're like, no, we're still friends. Like, I don't care. I'm still picking their side because I didn't like you in the first place and yeah. I have a reason to, you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. Like there's a lot of that, you know? So people, everybody has the ability to do that. Right. But yeah. I think it's way healthier when it's confronted instead of pushed away. Mm -hmm. I'm, I'm talking pedophilia. I'm talking all the fucking rape shit. I'm talking yeah. all of it. Like, it needs to be confronted yeah. because it's hurting the people that the victims in the long run. That's the, yeah, that's, and it's also weaponizing. It's teaching people to weaponize their trauma. And that's even worse yeah. in a lot of cases yeah. than the original case. And I'll probably catch a flag. Who knows who's listening to this, but in a lot of ways it can be worse than the original trauma in the first place because of like, it can happen again. That person can weaponize against all, hundreds of people mm -hmm. and, and, and ruin lives. Mm -hmm. you know um and neither are good i don't support yeah, yeah. either yeah like don't be a piece of shit like <laughs> just try and try to, yeah i don't know and I, also don't do drugs to the point where you can't take responsibility for your actions <laughs> any of them whether it's water air ketamine oxycontin <laughs> fucking yeah. beer whatever they're yeah. all drugs don't do them to the point where you can't take responsibility for your actions because eventually someone's gonna hold you accountable <laughs> yeah you know absolutely yeah well shit 
You know, I think that's a good place to stop. Yeah, absolutely. I'm, uh, the only but, the only real things that I wanted to touch on were just to remind people uh, to keep an eye out for our event on March twentieth, and uh, to not take shit from anybody, <laughs> and to keep shining your light. Yeah. You know? Oh yeah. As Rumi said. Yeah. But uh, Andrew, we appreciate you for doing these things, guys. man. Yeah, like you give a platform to yeah, people. Nice you, Josh. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. I'm, it's sick that you guys haven't met yet. Yeah. He said he's been following you for a long time. Yeah, on yeah. We've, so. we've been talking a little bit on the slowly grand. finding all these artists throughout here and finally getting to meet them. It's been a pleasure. Yeah. Yeah, man. Likewise. Awesome, folks. Well, all you RTAF uh, listeners, um, keep supporting Andrew and all of his endeavors, and uh, keep an eye out for our tower media stuff it's gonna be fun march 20th march 20th is that next event yeah. live stream uh, yeah it'll be good i'm excited yeah, to see yeah, it all right peace guys